I'm content creator Mary Barnett, also known as Mobile Mary. I'm the founder of Another Brilliant Idea, and I'm dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs grow their business with digital marketing and communication tools, tips, and resources that empower them to be bold and stand in their brilliance on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Brilliant Marketing with Mary show. Um, thank you. And I'm Mary. <laughs> they call me Mobile Mary. And I'm just so excited for you to be here. Um, as I said, this title of the show is Brilliant Marketing with Mary show. I bring together amazing and brilliant people in the industry who can help you as a business owner reach your potential um, exceed your potential. And today is no different. In fact, the title of the show today is how to increase your confidence, charisma, clients, and cash. And I have an expert today who is the person who's going to, in fact, we've been talking offline probably for, oh my gosh, almost 45 minutes, <laughs> having so much fun talking about her past and what everything that she brings to the table. She has so much so much experience, not only in the industry of helping you make better financial decisions, how to open up more lines of income, but also just uh, she brings a breadth of experience. And this lovely lady, her name is Chelly Campbell. And if you know her, you will love her. And I have only recently met her in the last year, and I felt like I've known her all my life. And I'm going to read a little intro because there might be one of you out there in the world that doesn't know who she is. And she is... Um, so amazing. I just can't wait to introduce you to her today. But as a short introduction to her, just to give you a little perspective, um, after a career in a musical, as a musical comedy actress, and that's what we've been talking about for half an hour, so it's so much fun. Shelly Campbell said, let's put the fun back in funds and owned a bookkeeping service with 13 employees for 12 years. She combined her gift for public speaking, hello, musical theater, with her financial expertise to develop the Financial Stress Reduction Workshop and is the author of three, not one, not two, but three best-selling books, voted most inspirational speaker by Women in Management, Speaker of the Year by the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, and Rotarian of the Year by Pacific Palisades Rotary Club. She is a past president of the LA chapter of NABO, and I used to be in NABO. I didn't even read that carefully enough. That's so exciting. And won the Los Angeles District SBA Women in Business Advocate Award. And in 2018, after speaking at the Women's Poker Association's first conference, she won the Golden State Ladies Poker Championships. And I'd love to hear more about that. If you're living on peanut butter and jelly and would like to afford a deli, call Shelly. And without further ado, let me bring up this beautiful woman so we can get started. Oh, and I just lost her. <laughs> it has been a day, everybody. It has been a day. So again, as I said, as she as she logs back in, which, oh, here she comes. I love it. Here we go. She's a trooper. And here she comes. There she is. Yay! Yay! <laughs> We did it. We have overcome. <laughs> we are we are a genius. <laughs> well, this is the first important thing everybody has to know that there's going to be things that get screwed up and you have to just keep going until you get it right. Exactly. Because it is the way you respond versus the way you react that, that dictates your character. So yes. the fact that you just rolled with the punches today, I absolutely love it. Well, let's get right into the show because... We've been talking for <laughs> so long off camera. We've had a great time. <laughs> I know. We've been having so much fun sharing stories. And by the way, fun fact, this beautiful woman went to school with Michael Douglas. I did. And she now, even I talked to, to him. I have to share with you that I had to get physical therapy on a foot problem. Okay. And the young man was 29 years old and he said his girlfriend was an actress. And I said, well, I used to do that. I went to school with Michael Douglas. And he said, who's that? <gasps> no. Yes. And I explained, well, when did it, I said he was a big, he's a big movie star. He has a show on Netflix and he didn't recognize any of the movies, nothing. And I just went, my one claim to fame, and I, I've outlived it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had the same situation. Oh, my gosh. I just blinked on his name. Who's the gentleman who was in Moses, the original? Austin Moses. Heston. Austin Heston. So I went to Wayne's World 2, 
I know it's goofy. And the theater was packed and sitting next to us were these two little teeny boppers. And the scene where Mike Myers says, I wish we could just get a really good actor in here to deliver this line. It was like a gas station attendant. Oh. And Charlton Heston comes in. They push somebody away and pull in. And Charlton Heston's like rubbing his hands with an oily rag. And he's like, if you could only, you know, doing what Charles Heston does, right? And I heard the little teeny bopper next to me go, who the heck is that? Yeah. I know. I really almost lost my stuff. Like, I know. It just makes you go, oh, there's a passage and there's a group that you hang with and you all know each other and you know all the icons. Yeah. But then the next upcoming generation has different icons. Right. I try and keep up with some of the younger people's stuff. <laughs> But, you know, I'm an old lady now. What can I say? <laughs> well, I think they say that when fruit hangs on the vine long enough, it becomes very sweet. Yeah. And you are very sweet and filled with wisdom that you can now pass on to the generations, right? That needs to know. In fact, let's get right into it. My very first question, and I just lost her. Wow, this software is really testing our boundaries. But she's going to tell us when she logs back on, because she started this group called the Financial Stress Reduction Workshop. I shouldn't say group, this course. And she really um, is an expert at helping you deal with money, how you see money, how you get more money into your life. Um, and so the question is to her, which just kicked her off again. <laughs> She's going to talk about, she has actually this show. In fact, I was going to um, share this later on, but she has this really cool show um, called Cheese and Crackers with Chelly. And it's every Tuesday, I believe at 2 p.m. I think I put it in here. So um, you could actually come and watch it with her. Oh, I think she's back on. We're going to bring her up. <laughs> if, the, if the tech gods will let us bring her back up. Oh my goodness, it wants to keep kicking her off. Anyways, so she actually goes on live every Tuesday at two. And actually she told me she goes on every day, but she actually has a dedicated show every Tuesday at two. But she goes on her page every day in 10 minutes and she speaks to one of the chapters in her book, um, which I believe is uh, um, the one that she, that I mentioned here, let's double check it. Um, it is the the wealthy spirit who, by the way, when she comes on, because I'm going to bring her on again, we're going to do this gently, show in screen. Here we go. Hopefully she's going to come back up. Oh, my goodness. Got to roll with it, baby. Um, she actually was just recognized by a huge player in her industry who was who shared her message out to a like gazillion people in his group. And that was so exciting. We're in a mastermind together, Shelly and, Shelly and I. And um, it was just exciting news that someone um, that is uh, has established themselves in the industry as a as a, almost a guru recognized how awesome she is and has actually owned her book for years. And because of her persistence in, as she would say, launching ships, which means going out, putting the ships out there. And when people of, of what you do, right, your products, your services, you launch the ships. Not every ship is going to come back full of treasure. Some will come back with you know, a small amount of treasure and some will come back with a lot of treasure. And so you just have to keep sending out ships and we'll see what, what comes back, right? She can explain it much better than me. So I wanted to, we're going to do this gently, see if it comes on. Oh, here she comes. Yay! Hey, we made it. You're a technical <laughs> goddess. <laughs> I don't know about that, obviously. But I was starting to talk about your cheese and crackers with Chelly every Tuesday at 2, where you share wisdom. But you also do something you said every day you share a chapter of your book. Yes. I have a page a day book called The Wealthy Spirit daily affirmations for financial stress reduction. So it's just 500 words on a page. And of course, there's a lot of backstory. So I invented, there's people have been reading this book and, you know, reading it every day and then starting over, which I didn't know until they emailed me and told me that's what they were doing. And I went, so well, great. let's get all the readers together and I'll do a little video and tell them the backstory. So Monday through Friday, I do 10 minutes of the backstory on the page. And it's so fun. And I charge for it a little bit. You can join it for $7 to experience it for a month. And after that is $47 a month. But I That's do nothing. all the coaching. It's great. That is 
That is awesome. And what's the name of that group? It's called the Wealthy Spirit Group on Facebook. That makes sense. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so cool. So with this is the my first question, even though I've been talking a little bit about you as you've been off screen. Um, so what led you to start teaching this? Because you obviously have a diverse background of doing all these amazing things. What led you to start it? Well, it was really, I had the musical comedy career, which I loved for a while and then it got old and then i mm -hmm. i did five shows a day five days a week for nine months out at disneyland i thought i would die of boredom <laughs> all i had ever wanted to do was sing and dance for a living and here i was doing it and i didn't like it because see a long run in school was like three weekends sure so i didn't have a chance to get bored so then in between acting jobs i took secretarial jobs office positions and this one wanted me to go full-time permanent and then promoted me into office manager. I said, that's finance. I know nothing about that. They said, well, teacher, you'll learn it. I went, okay. Because I have a friend who says, when I'm about to take a risk, I consider the downside. If it's not death, I do it. <laughs> so I kind of go with that. You know, I like to take risks. I want to explore. I want to live life. And so much of finance is about Oh, safe for retirement. Isn't that all they ever talk about? You got to get your money safe for retirement. Well, I don't want to retire. If you love your work, have you ever heard an actor, a celebrity say, I can't wait to retire? No, no, no. Dame, Dame Judi Dench in her autobiography and furthermore, which she wrote when she was 79, she said, people always ask me if I'm going to retire. And I say, no, people retire to do what they love. I'm doing what I love now. <laughs> so I, love I that. In fact, yeah. I quoted you. I said, if you love your work, you won't want to retire. So we are doing work that's fun. You, yeah. you want to keep doing it, but you also want to have a backup, right? I mean, that's how you teach people. Yes, absolutely. Of course, you want to save money for that day that you might need it. Uh, and still, that's not the goal because too many right. people are spending their lifetimes working, 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 and don't even get to retirement. Right. Thirty percent of Americans die before they get to retirement age of sixty-five. Didn't know that, did you? They don't share that with you very much. Wow. You have to search for it, but you can find it. Wow. That, what would you say is the percentage of people? Or age 65 and over in America, what percentage of Americans do you think that is? Oh gosh, I would assume it was 30%, but no, what? 13. And they talk about it like it's 50%. But if you Google it, all 13. you'll find is a lot of people about the projection is in 2040, we're gonna be 50% are gonna be old. It's just not true. We actually have gone backwards in life expectancy over the last four years. Wow. Just wow. You. So I just well, knew I wanted to have fun today. I yeah. don't want to have fun when I'm 65. I want to have fun now. Yeah. So well, yeah. Comedy was great. But then when I fell into this job, it was great too. And I just kept doing it. And then I started turning down auditions. And I even turned down the lead in Three Penny Opera at the Houston Alley Theater in Texas. That was the end for me. And I said, wow. okay, I made a new choice. I love this. I'm having fun. I get to be creative. I get the same applause. And so that's it. That's Eventually, awesome. I was hired to run a small bookkeeping service. I built it from 80,000 in sales to 450,000 in sales. The owners gave me 20%. And then I bought them out. And that then, during that period is when I saw that people did not know how money worked. They didn't budget. They couldn't even balance their check check register. It's, um, not, it's not taught in school, which I think is no. silly. Well, it's horrible. Who wants to keep us stupid about that? Right. Just a question. Just throwing it out there. I don't know who. So um, if everybody knew how to make money, everybody would have money. I... And there are people that for whom that's not a good idea. So anyway, I just started sharing with people because I could see it. I just have a natural ability. I call myself a financial intuitive because 
I can okay. see what's holding somebody back. And I, I can read their financial statement, which they usually cannot read, and interpret it for them and say, you're losing money over here. You're making a lot of money over here. Stop doing that. Do more of this. And people, three people in the same week who didn't know each other said, you should teach this. And you know, when I hear the same message from people who don't know each other, I think it's a message. And I kind of went, yeah, I, I could get up in front of people. You know, I had a career sure. doing that. And That's awesome. I, yeah. I made up an eight-week class called Financial Stress Reduction Workshop because it didn't matter how much money you had or didn't have, you were worried about it. Right. If you didn't have enough, you were worried about paying the bills. If you had a lot, you were worried about where to invest it that was safe and, you know, all of that kind of thing. So I started teaching the classes and then my life made sense. So I want to tell everybody listening today, if you think you can't figure out what your purpose is, you're on your purpose. You're always on it. When I was singing and dancing, I was training myself to be able to be a coach and a workshop leader. Because it's all, it's all interpersonal relationships. It's all thinking. It's all how you feel about yourself. And I mean, I just started doing it and I never looked back. And I've been doing it 33 years now. Hello. Oh, I, we kicked her off again. Oh my goodness. I was so into her story and then she went away. But yeah, she's been doing this. It's like a passion project. She, um, Chelly is just, um, she just lights you up when she talks, like literally, like you can't stop smiling. Um, she does, as I said before, um, have a, um, a saying that says, send out the ships. And I want her to go into a little bit more detail about that because when life gets hard and it seems like their ships are sail, you know, sinking, what do you mean by that? Sending out more ships? Well, See, the first thing is thinking positively and doing positive affirmations. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot about that, that people go, oh, well, that doesn't work. Yes, it does. It does. My affirmations work. You go to my website and you get them and you say them every day. That's okay. how I got my first book deal is I made the editor do them because she wanted to take them out of the book. <laughs> I went, what? I thought this woman is not publishing my book. And I, she said, well, Chelly, there's 97 affirmation books out there. I can't go to my salespeople and say, we're doing another affirmation book. I said, oh, you think everybody knows this already? She goes, well, yeah. I said, so let me ask you a question. She says, what? I said, are you doing them? She goes, uh, I said, positive affirmations about money specifically. Are you doing them? She goes, no, I'm not. I said, then I challenge you. Here's my list, my top 14. Do them every day for three weeks and see what happens. Then call me back. She said, okay, I'll do them. And I she love it. did. She called me back. She said, I'm getting money out of the air. People were paying me back loans. I forgot they owed me. I got a bonus at work. I've never gotten a bonus here. I'm doing bigger book deals. I said, so can the affirmation stay in the book now? She goes, yeah. And that was my deal. So now after positive thinking, you can't just sit on the couch and go, oh, I'm making lots of money home. The people that want to do that, I just go, well, how many ohms do you think you'd have to say in front of a piano before you could play Mozart? Right. And then they go, uh, and that's where sending out ships comes in. That's take positive action. That's actually Tony Robbins calls it massive positive, uh, positive action on a daily basis. And I went, well, that sounds really hard. I don't want to do the hard thing. I want to send out a ship and send out a ship, take an action, make a phone call, go to a meeting, give a speech, uh, write a book, sell a book, go on social media, do a post, do a live video, all of those right. things. I, I love that. In fact, that brings up the marketing share that you, um, you shared with me that I was going to um, share with everyone else here. Okay. <laughs> But her marketing tip is the money is in the DM. So she used to say the money is in the phone, but then she said with social media that the money was in the DM. So, you know, by messaging people and creating communicate, like creating a conversation with other humans, 
right? When you send out that ship, which is sending out a message or as she mentioned, posting something, going and speaking at an event, just going and attending event, right? Because when you're, and she, as she said, you're not cold calling, it's gold calling, right? When you know that if it's a numbers game, right? And she's in the financial industry world, so she knows it's a numbers game. Um, if you know it takes calling 100 people, that 10 people will say yes, you better get to that 100 people so you have 10 people to say yes. Isn't that right? Yes, and you've got to write it down. You've got to keep track of the numbers. I have what I call a ship's log. So, so you go, well, today... I'm going to make 10 calls or reach out to 10 people on social media in the DMs. And right. then I'm going to actually talk to five of them. I'm going to make an appointment with three of them. And out of those, I'm going to get one client. I if love you, that. If you, And then you write down your actual what you do and you start adding up your percentage. Then you know it's going to be 20% yes and 80% no. And somebody asked me, they said, Oh, well, your acting career must have prepared you for rejection. I said, why? Yes. <laughs> the going statistic when I was going to commercial auditions was you go on 30 auditions to book one commercial. Wow. That's, that's a lot of no's. That's a lot of no's. I also heard somebody say that if you know that it's going to take you, let's say, let's make a smaller number. Let's say it's going to take you 50 calls to get, you know, one yes or whatever. That when every time someone says no, you're like, thank God, I only have another one, you know, because then you're getting closer to your 50. And if you know at 50, yeah. you'll have one, then you you want to get through the no's as fast because, you know, you just have to get through them because they're going to say. With them. The vice president in charge of sales back in the day when I was president of Novo gave a, gave a talk on sales to everybody. And he said, let's say you sell something for $500 and it takes you 10 calls to get to the person who says yes. He said, every call you made, you made $50. So you get a no, okay, $50. You get another no, $50. Five no's, it's $250. And then you get the one yes, you made the money. You have to look positively at each call. That's awesome. This is something important I wanna say because people okay. forget this and especially women. They want to have success with the first call. Mm -hmm. And sometimes success doesn't come until the 10th call. Mm -hmm. So they'll make the initial call. They don't get a yes right away. Maybe they do a follow-up a, a month later. And then if it's still a no, they give it up. But I've had people sign up for my class 13 years later. Now, <laughs> I'm turning 75 soon. So they don't have any 13 years anymore. They don't get to wait. You know, you want me, you got to get me now. <laughs> you have scarcity in your model, right? There you go, right? Fear There's of a sense of urgency. Out. Yes, that's right. Uh, get it while the getting's good. I, I love that. And yeah. it's so true. And and I've also, over the years, as I've been in business for, this is our, in December will be our 35th year in business. Um, I know, right? Crazy. And I'm only 36. So what the heck? <laughs> oh, hello. Um, but I realized that I don't think of what I do now as selling. I think of it as offering an opportunity to work with me. And if they want the opportunity, great. If they don't, that's okay. I'm not going anywhere. I've been around a long time. And so mm -hmm. when they're ready, they'll come back. I don't have this whole, like, you have to get it now because something will happen. No, it's okay. When you're ready, I'm, I would love to have the honor of working with you. But if yeah. you're not ready, I don't want to, you know, force you to do anything because, you know, it's, you know, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me. No, it's like, it's all about building a relationship and exactly. showing them the opportunity of the amazingness that'll happen when we get to work together, because that's when the magic's going to happen, right? Exactly. For me, yeah. it's about, I even have a little, a little sign on my computer at the bottom. It says, somebody needs your help. That's what it's all about. Somebody needs me. I have helped so many people double their incomes, get their dream job, be able to take a month off and go travel in France. Wow. I mean, there's just amazing things that I've watched happen. And I think half of it is just having the ability to say to somebody, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. And and then they believe that they can take the risk because I'm yeah. watching them and I'm going to catch them if they fall. 
believe. Yes. Yes. Dear, are you a fan of the show? You're on I Miami? certainly am. I just love Ted Lasso so much. I just it's want to squeeze wonderful. his cheeks, you know? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. I and I think to he, hug him. <laughs> I know, right? Because he's I always say, like, he's sunshine wrapped in glitter mm -hmm. in a Twinkie. Like he's just so sweet. And this whole so I saw this in when I was in Nashville. And I have it, I bought one for my husband, I bought one for me, and I haven't even put this on my computer. But um, but it's true, you have to believe. That yeah. what you and when you you just said something that triggered something that I always say that you are the answer to someone's prayer, oh, and so if yeah. you don't show up, how are they going to find you? So they might be thinking if you're let's say a carpet cleaner, and mm -hmm. um and somebody's like thinking, oh gosh, my mother-in-law is coming for Thanksgiving and my carpet's a mess. Like where am I going to find a carpet cleaner? And all of a sudden, either they see a social post or a testimony, or they get an email from you, or they get a text from you and it says, we're having a special, oh, you're the answer. You just were provided as the answer to their prayer. So you have to be out there sending out the ships. Exactly. Or they won't know. And this is the little instruction. I got the sending out of ships from the movie 1939 starring Tyrone Power called Lloyd's of London. And it was oh. in the 1800s and Freddie Bartholomew was in it too. And they were insuring the merchant sailing ships because oh. a lot of stuff happened to ships. Not all of those ships that were supposed to go out and trade for gold and jewels and silks and spices was coming home because there was Pirates of the Caribbean, Mutiny <laughs> on the Bounty, and we all know what happened to the Titanic. So you can't send out one ship and then wait for it to come back because you it could get sunk right outside the harbor right. and you're you're going to be a little skeleton waiting at the dock but some of those ships are going to come in and they're going to come in with big treasures and they're not going to announce themselves ahead of time because back in the 1800s they didn't have ship to shore radio or cell phones or telegraphs or anything I'm coming else. In. yeah you just sent it out and waited and right. this is where the expression waiting for my ship to come in comes from. But Love some it. people are going down to the dock waiting for their ship to come in, but they didn't send any out. So you got to. And the more you send ship. out, the more that might come back. Right? Exactly. Sometimes you're that. sending ships and sending ships and nothing on the horizon, and you're sending some more and then nothing and send some more. Oh, my goodness. Well, I agree with her that we actually have to make sure that we are communicating with our clients to make sure that they know that we're available, right? With our texting service, that was a, a blessing during the pandemic because the people that already had built a list, they were able to send out their ships by a text message to say, hey, we're open, we're clean, we deliver, right? And so they're the restaurants that we work with. We also work with rest, uh, retail and the military and all that kind of stuff. But um, the restaurants in particular, um, they took off during the pandemic because people were like, oh, they're open, they're clean, they deliver. And they were able to recoup and, and sell more because people felt confident of that. So when uh, Chelly comes back, I'm super excited to have her tell us the story about Susie or Orman and what she uh, took her to task over because I read this in her bio and I was like, hmm, that sounds interesting. So Chelly, tell me, um, what did you take Susie Orman to task about? Well, you know, Susie, Susie came to the big forefront of financial literacy, uh, with her first book, uh, nine steps to financial freedom. And she was all over Oprah and I'm still writing my first book and trying to get an agent, a book deal. And I'm going, Ooh, and <laughs> And then she was in O Magazine, Oprah's Magazine. She was the big deal and had a monthly column. Well, in one of the columns, she was taking letters from people, you know, will you approve that I can take this step? And this one woman wrote in and said, I'm 48 years old. I've always wanted to be in business for myself. I've I've saved nine months worth of business expenses and I want to open my cake decorating shop. Do you think it's a good idea? And Susie Orman said, if she was 25, I would tell her to go ahead. But in her 40s and 50s, 
This is the time when you have to deposit the most money, the make or break years for your financial security when you retire. So no. And my little corner of the Facebook universe erupted because I know all these women business owners. That's who I hang with. And they all went, what is she talking about? I started my business. I'm starting my fifth business now at 74. I right. Tell me, no, don't do it. And so there was a lot of chatter about that. So when I was writing my book for women, which is called From Worry to Wealthy, I put that story in there because there will be. Oh, my goodness. So when she comes back, you'll be able to see this. But this is her book, actually, one of her books, I should say, um, From Worry to Wealthy. And um, she has three books. In fact, when I produce the show or publish the show, I should say, I'll put a link to all of her books uh, in the in the chat so you can uh, go and pick them up, because I think. Um, she is definitely someone to listen to. And I think everyone wants to go from worry to wealthy. <laughs> so um, I wanted to make sure I showed everybody your book, Chelly. Um, and I'm going to hide it right now. So when you come on board here, um, we'll be able to see that. But um, yeah, I think a lot of times uh, people who get, you know, who are famous, just because they have an opinion doesn't mean it's right. And I'm really, really proud that Shelly took that to task and addressed that issue because it's never too late. I mean, um, well, the guy who started the Colonel Sanders, he didn't start his chicken company, right? Or whatever, chicken fast food. He was like 55 or something. He was 65 and he got his first social security check and looked at it and said, this will never do. What, are, <laughs> what else can I do? What have I got to sell? And all. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Right. But we all know that story, right? And we know of lots of other people who they decided they were going to do something. Age is only a number, right? It's only between our ears. And I actually have a birthday that's coming up in 28 days. Two days ago on my mother's birthday, and exactly a month after my mom, um, it made me realize like, wow, um, I've been doing this a long time, but I still have a lot of vim and vigor and I have a lot of wisdom that I can share with people. And so I feel so blessed when people take me up on my offer uh, to, to give them the opportunity to work with me um, as a marketing consultant, because I bring a breadth of knowledge, right, to um, what I uh, bring to clients, right? I have 35 years of experience um, setting up promotions and creating marketing campaigns and doing joint partnerships and cross promotions and um, uh, something that people call cause marketing, where um, you actually benefit a nonprofit um, with your marketing. So if ever you saw like Tom's shoes, um, Tom's shoes for every pair you bought, they would give one pair away. Um, and so that is another strategy that a lot of people use to make good PR as well as sell more. So Tom's, we're talking, I was just sharing about um, cause marketing. So hey, cause marketing is wonderful. Yeah, it benefits yeah. so many people. It's a win-win. Yes, and I did want to say that your age doesn't matter anymore. There are, the we're aging up and people are now, women can be stars of television shows in their 50s and 60s and 70s. Right? It's awesome. <laughs> Which they probably didn't thought of when they were younger, like, oh my God, like there's so, movie, so many movies about um, actresses that are now being asked to be the mother instead of being the, um, the daughter or the girlfriend. <laughs> and they're like, what? You know, there's so many movies of the transition um, between that. And it looks like Shelly went dark for a second. So I'm going to hide that and see until she comes back up. Um, but it's true. I think that um, we're the, the title of this show is um, how to, in fact, let me make sure I bring it up because it was brilliant because that's what Shelly is. Um, I have been buried here. Hold on. Hold on. This brilliant name. Here we go. It's how to increase your confidence, charisma, clients, and cash. Because I think it's sometimes what's holding us back is us. We are our worst enemies sometimes. And because we don't believe in ourselves, we're leaving money on the table. We are holding back what could be an abundant life, right? And so what would you say to someone who thought, I'm too old for that, or, oh, I don't can't do that? What would be your advice to them, Shelly? Well, first of all, if it's something you can't do, is it something you can learn to do? 
And it, I will tell you, um, technology is a stretch for me. That's one of my things that You're I'm doing hire. great today. I know I hire other people to do this, but you know, I learned what happened was in 2019, I had a surgery. And then uh, two days later, I had to evacuate because of a fire. And when I was done with all of that, I said, okay, I'm taking the holidays off because it was like early December. I said, I'm just not doing anything. Good I'm going to lie around and think about my life and where I'm going next. <laughs> and my angels always speak to me when I'm napping. So other people call it meditation. I call it napping. <laughs> and this, this angel said, you got to get your workshop up on Zoom. And I went, yeah, because Zoom was the thing. It was beginning to be the thing. Right. And I had been doing my class as a teleclass since 2008. So I knew I needed to make the switch. So in January, I got people to show me how Zoom worked. And I did a lot of big, ugly cries in front of the TV <laughs> as I tried to make this work. But I got it done and fun. what happens is the universe helps you. She sent me a woman that wanted to take the class and didn't really have all the funds. But she said, but I'm really an expert at Zoom. I'll help you run the Zoom. I said, you're you're in. Wow. Deal. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And that's when on in February, I said, well, if I'm going to do video, I got to do this Facebook Live thing that I've been avoiding. And so I got to learn how to do it. And that's when I called Molly because I knew Molly from networking for 10 years. And she took my workshop like in 2013. And I knew she was doing all of this great stuff. And I said, okay, I need to do that, Molly. I called her up. I said, Molly, I want to take your class. She goes, okay, let me tell you what you're going to do. I said, I'm in. Here's my credit card. You'll tell me later. <laughs> I know. I love how she says that she must, makes people throw credit cards at your face. <laughs> I did. That's exactly what I did. Just here. I need what you have. Right. And then it was because of working with her that I saw the possibility of doing the Wealthy Spirit Group and do those 10 minute little short bits from my book and gather all the readers and the people that hadn't heard about it, but would start to read it. And it was just wonderful. And I've been in her groups ever since. That's how oh, that's, I met you and got this opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be connected. And I, I love that we're connected. Well, instead of popping up some new things at the bottom, because I don't want to kick you off, I just have a couple more questions for you before yeah. we wrap up. Because seriously, I could talk to you all day. This has been so much fun. Um, so something that you had um we had talked about the question of how does the story of your life affect your finances? past, present, and future. Because we've yeah. been talking about age, it's never too late. You, If you can't do something, you can learn how to do something. But what is the story of your life and how does that affect it? Well, everybody has stories that they tell themselves and they're either negative stories or they're positive stories. And some of the stories we tell ourselves about money come from our parents. Like, did your parents argue about money? Did right. they fight over money? Did there was there never enough money? Was there too much money and they didn't really value it? And so that becomes a story in your head, what that means. And like I was raised a Methodist and I went to church and Sunday school every Sunday. And so I heard money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil and all of these kinds of things. By the way, People say, oh, well, it's the love of money is the root of all evil. But you have to love money or you're not going to let it into your life. If you think it's going to make you a bad person, you won't let it in. Right. And it wasn't that Jesus said that. It was a letter to Timothy in the Bible. And in that same letter, it says, I forbid a woman to speak. Women cannot teach. Women should obey their husbands. Well, I'm not following that advice. So why should I follow this other stuff about money? Right. Okay. And you can do more good when you have money. Right. I mean, you yeah. can help charities. You can support your church. You can do so much more when you have the money. If you're poor, then you're relying on other people. Anyways. So I, I agree with you. I think that we have to let go of that. And it makes me kind of go back and like, how did I raise my kids? Right. How did I, I always want to make sure they're set up for, um, 
success. So what would you tell somebody who maybe when they were a child, their parents said money's tight, you know, make sure, you know, whatever. How would you, how would you address that to turn that around? This is one of the things I do in my classes. I have everybody do their story and then they come and they tell the story. And I say, what patterns did you see? How did you behave in the rest of your life? Because this was the message you got young. And I said, looking at that message right now as a story, is it a true story? Is it a factual story? Is it true? Maybe it was true about their circumstances then, but maybe it's not true for you. And maybe you can make a different story. What is the story you'd like to write? So now I also, in my book, Zero to Zillionaire, I gave an example of a biography, like you're supposed to submit your bio to different places. You know, this is what I've done. This is who I am. Right. Write two bios, write one that's negative about all your failures and one that's positive about all your wins. And guess what? They're both true. But even failures are wins because you learn stuff. I and love that. Some, some of the this is one of the things that's so important is people go, why me? Why does this happen to me? And that isn't always a productive question, because sometimes this happened to you so that the storm at sea happens so that you will be thrown on the deck so you can save another sailor from drowning. I love that. We're all here together on the planet. We're supposed exactly. to be treating each other as family. 100%. I love that. I That's something that I have shared before too. Like any hardship I've had, I realize it's something that I had to go through so I could help someone else avoid that path, you exactly. know, give them a hand up. Because I believe in the whole boat analogy that you always use, I love it, um, <laughs> is that rising tides lifts all boats. Yes. So when we all do well, we all do better together. And and I think there's no competition. You know, it's all about collaboration. And if we can help each other. And what did um, uh, Zig Ziglar, he says, if you help enough other people succeed. Yeah, he said... Um, you can have everything in life you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. It actually gives me shivers. I love I that so much. I know, but it's so true because that's what we get paid for. That's how people give us money is because we serve them in some way. Right. So get to, into serving people and money will come. The universe wants to give you money. It's I all abundance is out there. You have to call it in and you call it in by doing good and being of service and believing that you are worthy. I love so, that. Oh my gosh. The, the storms at sea are going to happen. And I love this quote. It came to mind uh, by Catherine Aird. She said, if you can't be a good example, then you'll just have to be a terrible warning. <laughs> <laughs> so I let my dirty laundry hang out there. I, I remember there was a period of time where I was fighting and my business was failing and I had, um, I lost my home to foreclosure and I filed bankruptcy. At the time I was president of Novo, I owned a financial services bookkeeping company and I had just started teaching financial stress reduction workshops. How humiliating is that? So I wasn't telling anybody about my terrible circumstances until one day in class, about six months later, a young couple was having a problem and I gave him some advice and the man took to, turned to me and said, how would you know you've never experienced anything like this? And, you know, the angel in my head said, it's time for you to share. And so I said, well, I actually, I filed bankruptcy six months ago. And the whole class went, <gasps> I mean, they're learning about how to be rich for me. And I said, well, let me tell you the story. And let me also tell you that the average millionaire files bankruptcy 3.5 times. Right. Because you don't win out of the gate every time. Amen. So sometimes you have to cut your losses and say, okay, this, what happened to me was I had my bookkeeping service. I had 13 employees. We were doing 450,000. I bought my partners out. And the biggest client we had was 75% of our business. And nine months later, they gave me two weeks notice and left. That was $30,000 a month. I was no longer receiving. 
Wow. I, mean, I had to fire a bunch of people. And I went to my landlord with a $4,500 a month lease. And I said, I can no longer pay this. And if you're going to insist, then I have to file bankruptcy. And they said, no, no, we, we don't want you to file bankruptcy. We don't want you to go under. That was it because I did eventually file bankruptcy, but it was to give me a new footing to keep going with the business. Sure, sure. So you yeah. can recover from anything except you death. Can. You can. <laughs> yeah, except that. And again, we're, we're, I don't want us to keep going because we you're limited in time, but we dealt with something very similar. We used to do event, our big events and mm -hmm. we had, again, it's all, I always call it a bottle of wine story. Oh, yeah? And we also had to um, claim bankruptcy and start over completely. I remember mm -hmm. that I was, uh, we didn't own a home at the time. And we, and I had taken care of my grandmother for her last eight months of life. She literally passed away in my arms. It was oh. the hardest of times and the best of times. Um, but through that, you know, I realized that you can start again. Right. But yeah. I remember calling to try to get a rental to move when my grandmother passed away, helped sell her house. And I remember somebody on the, uh, that I was, you know, calling in, you know, the old fashioned newspaper, you go down and see what's available. And when I explained what was happening and I still had my business, like I kept my, like a right. couple little clients, like as a consultant, but I, you know, that's what I did. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, because I had to feed our family. Um, but this woman said these words to me that literally crushed my soul, Shelly. She said, we don't rent to your kind of people. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm, I mean, I was like, right. And I was like, I'm a really good person. I put everything I could in this business. Like I, I took out loans and I promised to pay everybody back. And I will. And literally 10 years later, we paid everybody back. Yeah. And we, you know, it just gave us a, a fresh start. But I remember thinking I am the worst human on the planet. I should die. Like I literally had for my first time in my life had suicidal thoughts because I thought I am an absolute failure and I'm a big, and I, and I gained a bunch of weight from the stress. I'm like, I'm a big fat loser. Like I was just like, it was terrible. <laughs> and you know, I was taking care of my grandmother and I was like, anyways, I, I, we won't go all into that, but I'm just saying is I think everyone hits their low. And in, unless I went through that, I wouldn't have as much compassion so mm -hmm. every, everything you're saying, Chelly, hits home to me. And I'm sure all of our listeners too, it's going to hit home because we've all been in a place where we think, you know, wow, I made that one decision and it went bad or I made a series of small decisions or the economy goes down. And right now we're kind of in a place where things are always cyclical Yep. and it'll come back. You have to have the hope. Yes. You have to yes. believe. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna come back if you send out enough ships, and maybe yeah. they'll come back slower for a couple of years, but exactly. they're still gonna come back. Well, let me tell you one thing: the miracle happened after I did all of that. I played in a poker game once a month with a group of women. Oh, the buy-in right. was ten dollars, and we did nickel dime quarter betting. Okay, so it was just Love for it. fun. But I was telling them my story of what was going on, and they said. One woman looks up from her card and says, so where are you going to live now? You have to give up your condo. I said, I have no idea. She goes, well, you ought to move in here with Shelly. And Shelly looked up from her cards and said, yeah, you can live with me. Shelly lives in an exclusive area of Brentwood. Four store, or, well, it's two story, four bedrooms, gorgeous $3 million home. She goes, you can live with me. I said, oh, okay. How? How much rent do you want? She goes, how about $200 a month? Wow. Honey, I'm still there. <laughs> I love it. Why would you move? You got a great thing. You know, we were both divorced. We had, we both dated other people for a while and stuff like that. And, and then we just went, you know, this is really fine. We're getting everything we want in life. We're happy. We go out. We you're, you're the travel. golden girls. Yeah, we're the golden girls. Absolutely. Yep. And you're not only golden girls in that way, but you're also golden girls with all the you know money you're helping people make. Exactly. So, you know, what you want in life, you put your goals out there. So I want to be happy. I want to have money. I want to be at peace. I want to have fun. I want to have fun friends to do it with. And sometimes it comes in a different package than you expected. Right. You get your dream. 
So I'm living the dream, maybe. You are living the dream. I love it. Well, you know what? We're going to end on that. I have a bunch of other questions, but maybe I'll have to have you come back on the show maybe when I use different oh, software. I would love that. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, because seriously, you are such an inspiration to me, Chelly. I am. Um, I know that since we're both here in California. We need to get together. I'm going to drive too. up. We, we have, we'll go ahead for drinks or something fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure that fun. out. We'll, okay. We got to do it. Not to give everybody who's listening FOMO or anything, but hey, we're going to hang out. It's going to be cool. <laughs> That's I love it. Fun. All right. Well, listen, Shelly, I'm going to uh, put you down into the green room. I'm going to play our exit video. Hang on for a second because I'd love to take a picture with you because I always have my guest spotlight. Um, yeah. But again, thank you for coming on. And for everyone who's listening, I hope you've enjoyed How to Increase Your Confidence, Charisma, Clients, and Cash. If you want to learn more, I'm afraid to put it up because I don't want to kick Shelly off, but go to Shelly.com, which is C-H-E-L-L-I-E.com. And she has those free affirmations. She has a, a way that you can connect with her on her Facebook. And she brings so much brilliance. And um, literally, you will be blessed by going and being in Shelly's world. So I encourage you to do that. So, okay, I'm going to put Shelly down. We'll, we'll sum it up. And again, we'll see you guys next week on the Brilliant Marketing with Mary show. Um, and until then, have a blessed week and be brilliant in all you do. And we will now play our exit video. And here we go. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products, and services at anotherbrilliantidea.com because everyone needs another brilliant idea. Make sure to join me for another episode every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific or 2.30 Central on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. <laughs>